Hello and welcome to The Third Way, a podcast all about exploring the worlds of the mind, art, and how people function together. This is the introductory episode to season two. In it, Cephas and I talk about where we've been, why we've had a little break, and uh, how we feel about 2021 and everything that's been going on so far. It's really just a way to catch you up on our lives before we get into the meaty subjects that we're going to explore over this year. We really hope you enjoy it. I also wanted to take a moment and ask you to engage with us on the various platforms. We are a podcast run by ourselves, funded by ourselves. But what would really help is if you could go and engage, follow, subscribe, do all the things. So if you're able to, why not head to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen, click the follow and subscribe button, and then head over to Instagram and Twitter and follow us on the Third Way Podcast. Engage with our posts, share it with your friends if you find it helpful, and let us know what you think. We're so grateful you're on this journey with us and you're listening to the work that we're doing and we hope it encourages you. Finally, if there's anything in particular that you would find helpful for us to discuss on this show, don't hesitate to reach out. Send us a DM on Instagram and let us know what it is that you would want to explore through the lens of the third way. For now, enjoy this introductory episode and we'll speak soon. Fantastic. Well, welcome back to the Third Way podcast. Welcome to season two. Cephas and I have just decided that this is season two. <laughs> yeah, it's, it has to be season two after after a break like that, I think. <laughs> I think so. You can't go on a break like that and um, yeah, you can't you can't have a break like that and not have a, a new season, you know. It's, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's almost like this, the breaks, not even a break, it's just like this next season has just been given to us. You know, it's almost like we didn't decide to do a season two, but the season two is here. <laughs> We're just going to run with it. <laughs> We're just going to run with it. And I feel like that's yeah. been the... Uh, kind of been a little bit of our energy and like the vibe we've been doing um but yeah we're so glad you're all back uh listening and tuning in this is really just going to be a a bit of a catch-up an intro to the season an intro to where we're at a reminder of who we are and what we're about um we'll catch up a little bit on recent events um and and how we're all feeling about that and then episode one of season to uh will be uploaded the same day this is being uploaded and um we're excited we're excited for you to be able to listen to that but Cephas where have we been (laughs) (laughs) where have we been are you talking physically because if if you're talking physically we haven't been anywhere (laughs) (laughs) exactly because we've been sticking to the rules yeah well we've done our best um yeah so we've been mostly indoors um Unless you've been going on any secret silent retreats. Um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> to, I wish. To the bottom end of France somewhere. Um, In my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. Where we, I think there's more where where we've we been mentally and in yeah. in the digital world. I guess we've had access to going places and engaging with all the all the craziness. Um, I don't know. Maybe 
like locally, what it's just been, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been all right. It's been a strange winter, strange Christmas, I'd say, um, yeah. with the lack of sort of family interactions and mm. kind of being in the same home as the, maybe the people you would have seen around the Christmas period, not necessarily just on Christmas Day, but mm-hmm. whether that's friends or whether that's, you know, people that you usually plan to see on, you know, around Christmas time, which, yeah, yeah so that was strange. We, um, um, we want an exchange presence uh, on motorway services. Cause that was the only way to do, <laughs> just hand over. Yeah, so we did we did that twice with two sides of our family. So it's just that's so cool. I don't think yeah. I've heard anyone do it like that. That's really fun. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that as well until we got to the motorway services, and there was like a lot of other people also <laughs> making <laughs> making the most out of the. You, I think you get like two hours free parking and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just there like handing over um, massive uh, Ikea bags of presents <laughs> to each other. It's like this is for you to open on Christmas Day. And yeah. Oh, so yeah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, I guess that was, and then New Year's was short. <laughs> <laughs> short and very uh, premature. Um, so anyway, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was that in is bed so by like funny. 10 o'clock. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, just the the year just sort of fizzled out and fizzled uh, into a new year that really doesn't feel any different, does it? Yeah, no. Someone <laughs> just put a whole new amount of oil into the pan, and it's up in flames yet again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this is a third way podcast, bringing you hope and really nice positive yeah. feelings. <laughs> Yeah. It's all up in flames. <laughs> yeah. We need new fire extinguishers, guys. We use the last one. Uh, yeah. And I uh, think, well, so why, from your perspective, and I'll share a bit as well in a minute, but obviously our last yeah. episode was uh, the Young King episode. Yeah. That we were actually able to record in mm. a house because at the time the rules um, around meeting people Uh, allowed that so that was our last episode and I think that went out I should really know this but like in the summer summer yeah wow yeah no it would have been in the summer we filmed the young king film in like Mm -hmm. May or something what (laughs) no that's not possible no (laughs) wait I, I need to check this now bear with us Bear with us. Also, this is a great opportunity to welcome someone to our team, actually, who you're probably not going to hear, but who's going to do work with us. And that's Finn, who's our new editor. Welcome, Finn. Come on. Yeah, Finn. Um, Thanks so much. (laughs) (laughs) Finn Finn up in Edinburgh, who's going to make us sound good. No, I just want to find this out now because I think, you know, we owe an explanation to you all as to why we have been away and how long we've been away for. So we uploaded the conversation about a young king on the 19th of august 2020 right so yeah so yeah kicked in and we were just like peace out (laughs) 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 we've got world stuff to we need to yeah (laughs) we need to go and yeah I think uh, we, yeah, we wow. both had personal stuff going on, didn't we? And I think it was just one of those times where, um, you know, it, it became really important for both of us to sort of streamline what life looks yeah. like and um, 
and prioritize our our mental health and our well-being mm, um yeah in the midst of everything that was going on so that that's that's what it felt like for me for sure yeah definitely definitely yeah i guess yeah a couple of details for me would be i lost um one close family member to covid um of um of my grandparents' generation, and then there was two other family members who were still part of my family, but not as closely related. Also, it was within the space of about, you know, th- about three weeks um, yeah. or four weeks back to back. So obviously, the the grandparent one that was that was huge for us as a family. Um, yeah. So you just need to just I don't know. I you know usually tend to go super introverted anyway. If there's any sort of bad news or I just need to focus on something quite significant and this one just just like yeah closed all the windows as if the blitzkrieg was about to happen and blacked everything out and just uh yeah just had to go on the inside and just chill and deal with that and be with my family I suppose and that kind of really pointed towards the ultimate kind of reason for the so the, the general retreat that took place towards the back end of the year, um, yeah. and then it was more that I just wanted to be there for my for my parents because the the other members of the family that we lost were, you know, close relatives to them, not necessarily close to myself. Yeah. But yeah. It's just just uh, yeah. We yeah. didn't didn't want them to feel like they were doing it alone, you know. So mm, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I think that kind of naturally led into just reflecting on the year and just closing off the year tying a few loose ends when it came to work and projects and had time to sit down and plan for this year obviously with whatever this year holds we'll see but (laughs) yeah um I think it was just a it was just a nice nice way to kind of ease off into into the end of the year and like took a break from social media during December which was nice um awesome um yeah so it's just yeah (laughs) <laughs> life look after look after things that I needed to look after yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah thank you for sharing yeah. that safe and I think you know the the experience of loss and grief throughout this season um and this mm. past year will ring so true for many who are listening so I think thank yeah, you for genuinely. sharing that and 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 sharing how you handled it as well because I think we live in a world where um you know sometimes the expectation to I don't know, move on or yeah. deal mm-hmm. or, you know, be productive. All those types of things are, are so loud in, um, yeah. especially on social media and which mm-hmm. is really where we've been spending our lives over this pandemic. And so to yeah. hear fair, you know, just the, the authenticity of what grief holds and that it sometimes mm-hmm. just requires a shutdown, I think is going to be really powerful um, to those listening and if you are listening and and you are you know going through anything like that we'll we'll post some something in the show notes just numbers you can call and that type of stuff um, yeah if you are going through grief yeah definitely definitely um yeah I guess in a way people people forget that there's members of family or just yeah <laughs> to put it quite simply people dying at this time um, yep yeah yeah it's so, not just numbers you know I think yeah, that's exactly. the, the challenge yeah. we um, we kind of hear numbers every day but it's actually yeah. people yeah yeah but hey um <laughs> <laughs> anyway just let's uh let's hear a little bit about what you've been up to uh 
since August. I guess like the last four months, really, yeah. <laughs> the last four months. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a wild, wild, wild ride for sure. I think, um, and I was, I'm pretty sure I shared this in like one of our earlier episodes, that when the pandemic started, like my whole life had to pivot. I had to shift mm. like the work I was doing. That was the work that was paying my bills. Let me put it like that um, yeah. was in, in the events world and in the event space. Mm. And so like so many people who were in that or who are uh, in that sphere, I had to very quickly go, holy crap, what am I going to do? Um, and so, uh. you know, was really in that, in that for a few months. And so when August hit, so when we would have released the Young King episode, I had already spent a few months um, really honing in on the anti-racism work that I've been doing, um, running anti-racism workshops. Um, and in within the month of August and September, I think, connected with uh, Marvin Harrison, who is now my business partner, because we decided to launch a business uh, that uh, in that period. And um, yeah, that that's been very, very exciting uh, and also deeply scary. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, that, so the business is, is called Beloved. Uh, we're called Beloved Agency and we are a DEI and representation partnership. Um, DEI stands for Diversity, Equity and Inclusion. Um, and we put the representation in there because, you know, I think like with so many things in this space people have a expectation when they see particular mm. labels and um you know one thing that's incredibly important to us is to move away from a sort of um sense of this work being like a goodwill gesture or something like that and actually go nowhere to yeah. being, being representative and creating workspaces and spaces of education that are truly mm. fair equitable diverse and safe for people from yeah. all intersections and so mm. Yeah, that's that's what I, you know, I suddenly was a co-founder and a business owner. And um, <laughs> I was like, oh. As you do. As you as do. You how, do. Did, how did that happen? Well, and yes. Well, I think Jess, Jess's repertoire of who she is, Maybe more importantly, what what she does, but even who she is, it's like it just gets longer and longer the longer I've known you. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you but, might be at a place where you can like categorize, you can categorize them now and have at least two or three in under each category. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it, it's funny that you say that because I think you know one thing that was really important for me um, a couple of years ago when I quit my full time job. Um, was to establish and identify not so much what I do, but what I'm about. Um, yeah, that was yeah. really important for me because I am someone who, <laughs> as you alluded to, does a lot mm. of different things. Um, yeah. And I used to really struggle with that. Like I used to really think, oh, like I have to decide like one thing, like yeah, focus on right. music or focus on writing or focus on mm. producing or focus on, you know, whatever the different things were that I was doing. And yeah. um, when I quit my full-time uh, job I just kind of went back to the drawing board and I think we talked about this in our first ever introductory episode and just mm -hmm. decided actually more than the what I do the question is what I'm about 
Yeah, and I think you know because I was able to do that a couple years ago, and so I knew you know social change, mental health, the arts, and spirituality. So they're they're the things that I'm about, and of course in my mind, you know, they break down, and a lot of it centers around the black community, social change, specifically racial justice. Um, But Mm. you know, social mobility and gender equality as well, but always through the lens of my own experience. But Mm. because I had done that work, and I knew that. even when it came to pivoting it wasn't I wasn't too thrown because I thought well Mm. I know what I'm about so as long as I can find work that allows me to do any of that Mm -hmm. or even work at Sainsbury stacking shelves but I can do these other Mm. four things in my capacity I'm still doing what what I've set out to do I don't know if that makes sense so yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. That's, I guess um, they're your values, aren't they? So yeah. it kind of doesn't where, wherever Jess goes, those values go with you. So you yeah. can do those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, mm. I'm super grateful that you know that the thing that we put our mind to, and and Marvin is amazing. Like getting to work with him is awesome. If if you're listening and yeah. you've never heard about Dope Black, um, you definitely need to check out Dope Black, uh, which is uh, virtual spaces, online spaces, um, safe spaces for Black people. There's Dope Black dads, Dope Black moms, Dope Black women, Dope Black men, Dope Black queers, and they got podcasts as well so um you should definitely check that out and yeah so it's been you know it's been a wild ride and we we kind of just ran with it we did lots of work for black history month in october uh in the uk um Mm. and started working with people and really trying to culturally transform spaces with the idea of creating beloved (laughs) community and so we'll see what happens and now we're back Cephas yeah. and I, now we're back. Yeah. So we just kind of went and did a few things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we're back. We're here. Come on. Yeah, new year, new season. Yes. Um. So some of us, uh, some of you really who are listening, Um. this might be the first time you're listening to this podcast. And so far you've just heard a lot of banter about us. But I thought <laughs> um, before we get into just a little bit more about recent events and how we feel about all of that, I thought it'd be good to... Uh, sort of refresh everyone's mind around uh, our podcasts, like who we are, what we do, where we exist. And so, of course, we're Mm -hmm. called The Third Way Podcast, um, a podcast exploring the world of the mind, art, and how people function together. And really, our desire is to facilitate conversations uh, in in an increasingly polarized world, facilitate conversations that help us all explore this notion and this idea of the third way Mm. um, through the different lenses really isn't it Steve yeah absolutely yeah the the whole third way thing is you know we're not trying to point people in two directions and get people to choose one or the other it's we're encouraging people to inform inform themselves really well and hopefully we can help do that in our conversations and yeah. maybe open open up avenues for conversations that you can have as well mm-hmm. with your people but importantly it's it's just it's about thinking and considering you know roots in this life that you might not have considered or yeah there's there's a left and there's a right but come on i'm sure there's there's got to be a you know we you know we're in we're in a 3d world so you could go forwards or backwards or find yeah, any yeah, degree yeah. that that works works for us and there's there's always going to be a third way which in a way it's saying there's another way of doing yeah life and all aspects of life and 
Um, and that's what we explore under sort of each conversation um, or whatever we tend to kind of talk about. We try yeah. to plant ourselves somewhere on that kind of spectrum and go, right, here are the extremes. But And I think what you just said is so important. We live in a 3D world because I think sometimes yeah. <laughs> when we hear ideas like the third way or beloved community or whatever, mm. um, in, in this polarized world that we're in, it can feel like we're saying, you know, compromise or it yeah. can feel like we're saying, you know, there's a pie and you have to give up one slice and you have to give up one slice. Mm. But actually the third way is not that. What we're talking about is a completely different way of thinking yeah. and approaching yeah. things. Um, sometimes the third way is going to require really, really hard conversations, you know, and really, yeah. really... Mm. committing to convictions and all of that so it's not a way of just sort of centrist compromise <laughs> yeah yeah exactly we're not um, we're not we're not ne necessarily interested in like our oh, neutral ground or yeah yeah you know i mean if you have to be about you know switzerland then fine i was going to say Belgium, <laughs> but they had a hard time but anyway um yeah it's not just about that or you know we're not yeah yeah we don't demand that people pick sides or whatever but i think yeah there's there's just got to be a better way or another way and we're, we're, to, yeah. we're keen we're keen to find that out we're keen to suggest yeah, yeah how that yeah. might work so yeah so at the start of 2021 then Cephas um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> without I, I guess without going into um <clears throat> into too much depth of any one particular topic because we're going to be exploring a lot over the next few months mm -hmm. um which yeah. is maybe a good opportunity to let you all know that our episodes will be monthly so this season we'll we'll have monthly episodes but um yeah. what are some of the things um yeah the recent events that <laughs> might be worth highlighting because 2021 has been like it's not even been a month um and it's already been a madness if we just look at the list you know yeah. floodings in the uk yeah insurrection at the capital in the us <laughs> a new president yeah. uh school meals with tuna and plastic bags uh the netherlands their government resigning over welfare scandals. This is just like off the top of my head. I'm definitely forgetting yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh wow! Um, yeah, I, that's that's a fair list. Uh, it'd be it'd be unfair to everyone else to stop there because everyone else is like, hey, but we've we've got yeah. classes in our country that you didn't mention. <laughs> um, obviously, we don't take those things like lightly. Oh, um, yeah. And wherever you're listening to this, man, I really hope that you're finding some kind of peace or hope mm. or something somewhere because it's, yeah, man, it's not easy. And I think everyone's on the edge of their seat with these vaccines as well. Yeah. Um, or, or, of or course. Just I didn't even on... mention COVID. I didn't even mention <laughs> yeah. that we're in a new national lockdown. That also happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, people are just keen for like solutions at the moment with regards to that. And there's obviously debates on how to best do that, what, yeah. what the nature of our lockdowns have got to be. And uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. How um, are you feeling about the vaccine? Are you going to take it? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, yeah, Same. I'll be fine. I've, yeah. yeah. I've, um, my cousin is a um, 
yeah, he's he's a professor in London, but he's also been part of the team helping like research stuff with the vaccine and things like Amazing. that. So just having like a first hand source has been really helpful mm-hmm. and no, they're not putting chips in your body or whatever else that conspiracies <laughs> that people have been. It's just a good old fashioned vaccine in the same way you before going on holiday to a, you know, to another country and in, in, you know, in a part of the world, you go and get your jabs, just, just go and take it, you'll be fine. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, right. I, it's it's so interesting because I think the whole conversation around the vaccine and, and COVID yeah. in general and conspiracy theories, that's really been such a sign of the times that we live in, I think, yeah. in terms of yeah. misinformation, exactly, in terms yeah. of all of that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I know for, for like our communities, um, I don't know how it is for, for um, Asian communities, but I know for the black community, mm. you know, there's a there's a historic suspicion um, when it comes to vaccine that is that is Mm. very legitimate and that we you know that can't be downplayed I think that's important to say like that there was even before there was any misinformation there was already suspicion because of the way in which you know in the past vaccines have been tested on our communities Mm. have been Mm. you know all those types of things however I think the people who have been stirring conspiracy theories have used that Mm -hmm. and have really built on it because now we're in a place where whilst, um, and again, I can speak for the black community, but whilst we are um, disproportionately dying from this disease, our community also is disproportionately anti-vaxxers. And that's a problem because I'm sitting here thinking, hold up, like they're actually trying to kill mm. us, y'all. <laughs> and this is it, not by giving us the vaccine, but by not get by getting us to not take it. And so yeah, I think, yeah. you know, that there's this whole the importance of having this conversation. Oh. It's very deep. Yeah. It's it's like reverse, reverse. And yeah. then some more psychology. <laughs> <laughs> what well, without oh, without without taking the mick. But um yeah. yeah, that's it's 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 really tough. And I think some of my you know, I've, I'm Indian, so I've got family back in India. And in terms of the hierarchy of countries in the world, they'll they won't get it as soon as some of the Western con- countries will. Yeah, that's a whole other just, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like who can put their hand up first, or who can raise their hand the highest, and people with more money put do that. The most money in, yeah. Um, but yeah, I um, I so so far I have no reasons to question the legitimacy of it. Um. Mm-hmm. Adding to what I said about my cousin and the research that he did, um, Shauna's grandma has been part of the Oxford research and testing wow, process. Yeah. And so far, things have been good. And she's, uh, I think, and she's in her late, in her 80s. So she's getting her vaccine next week or the week after, Amazing. whenever you're listening to this podcast. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think there's just been a couple of fa- factors closer to home that has helped. Yeah. But, you know, put me at ease whilst considering the fact that there's just, man, in today's world, in today's media, plus uh, yeah. the nuances of history, it's it's really hard to convince yeah. everyone with the same thing yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So what, maybe what we'll do as a, um, just from our end, we'll put some stuff in the show notes. I have yeah. um, a couple of friends as well, uh, someone who's studying to become a doctor and then obviously mm. it's his cousin. And I've been listening yeah. to a number of conversations and reading some stuff that you might ha- find helpful you know, to yeah. um, just read and research around around the vaccine. At the, you yeah. know, at the bottom line of the conversation, I think, you know, at the end of the day, we've got to let people do what people want to do. I think it's mm. important to just have 
all the right information. And then, um, you know, yeah. of course, I'm, I'm not going to judge anyone who's not going to get the vaccine. Um, yeah, of course not. Of course not. Um, well, yeah. you say of course not, but in the world that we live in, I feel like you have we have to say that caveat because it it's <laughs> exactly. such a dynamic of like you know if you tweet like I like apple juice, then like the likelihood is for someone to like retweet that and go I can't believe she said she likes apple juice and doesn't drink right. orange juice. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like that's the world that we live in. So you have to honestly. you have to kind of go I like I like apple juice. But I also accept and respect that other people love other types of juices, and that's, that's totally okay. <laughs> you, you could get cancelled over juice with bits or without bits. Like that's that's the level of cancellation that can take place. That's like. what I mean. So that's why I'm saying, like, I know you're hearing us talk about how we're going to take the vaccine. We're not going to judge you if you yeah. don't take it. We just want to provide information for you that maybe is new to you, and then if you still choose not to take it all power to you so of course that's one big thing and then the insurrection safe at the capitol uh, on the 6th of january did you ever think you would witness something like that um oh, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> because unless i was sat in a in a you know in a cinema theater and someone had put that on the big screen and it was a film then sure like if it was yeah. a movie man i'm there i'm i've got my popcorn now i'm watching but <laughs> there was not enough enough gravity to pull my my jaw down far enough because wow you know yeah. what, what get, let let's let's just let's just talk about that i i want to know from you how much that we're in the uk and that's happening in america yeah but it affects us so much mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just keen to hear a couple of thoughts from you Jess on why what happens across the pond over there is in one you know important to us and why why does it affect us so much <laughs> because it does it definitely yeah. does you know yeah, 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 I just, yeah I'm yeah. just I'm just keen to want like wonder why because I mean yeah yeah go on then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well yeah. um First of all, I guess let me say, you know, um, we're kind of assuming that everyone knows what we're talking about. If you don't, Mm. now might be a good time to pause and just Google 6th of January, Capitol Building, Washington, or domestic terrorism, or white nationalist domestic terrorism. (laughs) My goodness. Um, So... Okay, this is a very good question, Steve, and I think there's a couple Mm. of angles that come to mind from my perspective. So, of course, for me personally, I am half American. I have family in America, so these things have always um, Mm -hmm. had an impact. But because of the dynamic of the world that we live in, there's a few things to consider. A, we live in a globalized society, so everything that happens anywhere is available the news about that is available across the globe uh in that same instance um and you know everything we hear and see impacts and influences us and Mm -hmm. so i think you know america's politics over the last four years under the trump administration have had tangible impacts on a number in a number of ways on on people around the world they have it has emboldened uh far-right groups it has emboldened Mm. uh nationalist movements across the world not just because of uh, rhetoric but also because a lot of those who uh, support trump have been actively involved in pushing a far-right agenda across europe Mm. um 
so so there's there's that there's that massive impact and I was actually watching um gosh I'm trying to remember what it was I was watching and um I think it was it was uh it, it must have been on the news and there was a conversation about you know Trump's some of Trump's most uh famous kind of standpoints and one of them obviously being the fake news and media being the fake news and yeah. all of that yeah. and how he you know at a dinner with the leader of the Philippines over the last four years who's of course um not not the number one democratic guy you kind of want to hang with um yeah. at, at, a, at a dinner oh, with man. that man that that guy was basically quoting Trump to the press present at that dinner and saying you know the media is the enemy of the people and Trump was sitting there mm. cheering him on so yeah. th- th- all of that had has an impact of course because of the role America has in the world whether we think that mm. role is right or not right whether we think it's justified or not justified it's a yeah. fact um, because of, you know, imperialism and all that kind of stuff. Uh, mm. What happens there impacts the world. Um, it yeah. shapes culture. And so I think we that that sort of is the overarching reason. But I also think the other reason is, particularly for us here in the UK, is that we are somewhat alert to the fact that we are, or I'm hoping people are getting more alert to the fact that no one is immune to mm. this type of thinking that no one is immune to white supremacy no one is immune to the consequences of this type of thinking and no democracy yeah. is guaranteed mm. and i think this yeah. is the biggest thing this is the first time um that you know i mean i'm, I'm not a historian but if i if i get my facts right like since the civil war that mm. there was a real threat to American democracy, because we have yeah. to call call it what it is. These people managed to, however, uh, interrupt a democratic process of um, verifying and confirming the election of President Biden in, in Congress, in the Senate. They managed to interrupt that. People mm. died. They mm. got onto the Senate floor and stole top secret information. They were in Nancy Pelosi's office. Like, that's a real threat to democracy. And so I think every democracy around the world kind of looked at that and went, oh. And here's the funny thing, though. Here's the funny thing. Those of us who have sort of, you know, and and I'm very much a a lay person in this, but, you know, having, being very interested in history and knowing my history, especially Mm. growing up in Germany, like understanding that, that side of history, many Mm. of us have been looking at what's going on over there since 2016 and, and warned that something like this would happen. Yeah. And we, you know, we kind of, and, and, and actual historians, not people like me, but actual historians <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would, yeah. would draw those those parallels between what mm. happened in 1933 in Germany and what we were seeing with Trump. And so then a few days before the election, actually, I pulled this up and I, and I ended up posting it somewhere. Someone messaged me and asked me and they said, why, what do you think is going to happen? And yeah. my my exact words were, I'm going to tell you what my exact words were. So, you know, I'm not like, making this up but I think just in response to like you know people being surprised and how can this happen Mm. like there was Mm. actually people there were many of us who were saying no no like this is going to happen like we're warning you 
this is actually going to happen. So here's what I said. Um, uh, here we go. So um, someone asked, what's your prediction? And I said, I think Biden will win, but Trump won't give up easy. And there will be an escalation of violence and potentially even civil war. Mm. And my, uh, yeah, wow. and hmm. the responses people gave me to that, you know, analysis of the situation were like, oh, you're crazy. This is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, this is America <clears throat> after all. Yeah. And then here we are a couple of weeks after domestic terrorists tried to invade the capital. And so I think, you know, to, to kind of sum it up, I think democracies around the world, and we should, we should look at that and be concerned and we should draw conclusions and we should Mm. learn lessons. You know, I just wrote um, a piece for my blog today, which by the time you're listening to this, you can um, have a look, you can head over to jessvalley.com and read it. But I I wrote a piece about, you know, what are the lessons that we're learning from this? Mm. Because if we don't learn the lesson that really what happened for the last four years was not a surprise. Um, It was, a a backlash to a black man being president for eight years. It was whiteness rearing its head and trying to establish Mm. the status quo. Um, It was in many ways, unfortunately, predictable. And so over here in the UK, we have to look at it and we have to learn our lesson and we have to go, okay, what are the things that did not happen in America? And I think that has a lot to do with reckoning of the past. That has a lot to do Mm -hmm. with repairing of the past, of real education around the past. The U.S. did not do that. How can we start doing these things to avoid this from happening here? Mm, because we're yeah. not immune. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Commentary over. <laughs> Honestly, no. That's that that's that's really helpful. It is really helpful because you know, in yeah, we do live in you know, there's there's sort of like a global umbrella under which we all kind of yeah. you know um, live in, and it's just sort of like a overarching category that we all are a part of but a lot of people will just wonder oh well if biden's not my new president why should i get you know <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, and I, yeah and i think it's it's actually making the connection from okay we're not trying to say you know care mm-hmm. about you know get caught up in biden policies now like that's mm. that's for people on the ground to do that's for those of us to do who kind of yeah. work in this space but Get caught up in local politics. Understand mm. what's going on, where you are at, the consequences your voting behavior has. Yeah. That is the conclusion that we should draw. And I think the other thing that you just said, I have to comment on that because mm. one of the things I hear from people, especially when you listen to sort of the nationalist kind of spaces where people yeah. are kind of trying to come, you know, you know, this globalization and da, 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 and people should go back to where they came from all of that language <laughs> these people have forgotten how we got here in the first place and this is why yeah. history is so important we are mm. reaping the consequences of centuries centuries of colonization of yeah. enslavement of people of imperialism mm. of striving after capitalism And what we're experiencing now is the fruit of that. And we're never going back. There is no way in terms of when I say we're never going back, there's never going to be one, you know, to be honest, there never has been. But I think in this, this ideology of, you know, we just need to keep Britain British and that's a, that's an unreal concept. That concept doesn't exist. It is not real. 
Yeah, and we yeah. and that's why history is so important because people don't mm. understand that. And then they have, you know, people like Trump and over here, your Nigel Farage and all those types of people, then yeah. stir those t- kind of thoughts that aren't even mm. real, but they make an ideal that is never going to be achieved. But then people end up voting for Brexit. Anyway, I'm getting way too ahead of myself now. But <laughs> <sighs> oh dear Lord. Um this was supposed to be a short intro into season two um yeah and i guess i guess um kind of looking ahead to this season which i guess is going to be like a year-long season um for us the what, what, one, you know, we're, we're going to look at we're going to look at a variety of, of of topics and you know, kind of subjects that intertwine within current affairs as well as the areas that we want to explore. But yeah, um, I guess an event like that um, can really stir up a whole bunch of um, how do I put it uh, epiphanies. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah you just you just you you tend to realize so much stuff all of like all of a sudden mm. this thing happens suddenly you're like ah oh, oh, i get it no wonder ah oh, you know oh it's the effects of you know the last 500 years or mm. you know and all that kind of stuff and it just it just sort of somehow there's an event like that in one corner of the earth and it just puts the whole thing into perspective mm. and i think that's partly why it's important for us to realize that yeah it might not be happening on our doorstep here but yeah it's it's yeah it's a culmination of what might have started on our doorstep and it's gone over there absolutely yeah 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 yeah. so so yeah no I'm really I'm really looking forward to I'm looking forward to unpacking unpacking some stuff yeah Yeah. and I think you know Uh, we, we can't finish without recognizing that of course you know a two weeks after that insurrection, the first black and South Asian woman was sworn into being a vice president and it actually all went well. You know, again, there's, if you read the piece that I mentioned earlier, there's of course a lot to be said about not growing complacent, but that is something we should Mm. recognize and and celebrate. I definitely cried like a baby, but like you said, there are, um, you know, there's so much to unpack and you might be listening and you're like, what, they're just going to brush past the whole insurrection thing like with that short comment oh no (laughs) don't be fooled I was going to try and say something to sound like really posh like be you not fool but that's not real English (laughs) (laughs) we have a whole episode planned for you um that is gonna so so the episode that came out with today's intro is one that we've recorded uh last year and we think mm-hmm. it's going to really help you. But the next episode we're recording that we have planned for you is actually going to dig into exactly what happened at the Capitol and why, especially for oh. people who call themselves Christians, we mm-hmm. need to look a little bit deeper into what went yeah. on there and how religion and theology and those types of things um have played and are Mm. playing a role in the upholding of things like white supremacy and racism and anti-black racism and anti-semitism so that (laughs) will be that will be an interesting one won't it Seif? yeah i'm bringing the biggest shovel available to dig because (laughs) yes some some digging needs to be done yeah man it's been 
it's been, it's, yeah, it's been, <laughs> I've just had so many questions since mm. then. And it's just, you, you can't unsee some of, some of those images. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll be you know, talking most, about Most people, it. yeah, we're, we're going to talk about most people listening, you know, exactly the kind of images and kind of statements. I'm, I'm a very aesthetically driven person. So as soon as I yeah. see symbols or flags or posters or yeah. things like that, it's, they're like huge triggers for me in good and bad ways. And it's just like, oh, I can't, I could not believe the, some of the stuff that I saw. And I was just like internal uproar. So I was like, okay, I need, I need to go and find out what's really going yeah. on here and what, what's led to this and stuff like that. So yeah. Boy, oh boy. Boy, <laughs> oh boy. So that conversation is coming. In closing, yeah. Cephas, um, and I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question, but I just thought of it. So I'm going to ask it and then I'm also going to answer it myself. Um, <laughs> in closing, as you as you look to 2021, um, aside from obviously, you know, we're all going to try and survive and we're all going to try and get vaccinated and put at least start putting COVID behind us. What's mm. maybe one whether it's a word or an intention or a hope that you have for yourself uh, as you look toward 2021? Hmm. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, for me, yeah, per, uh, to be honest with you, I have, I have thought about that and I usually tend to do that at the end of every year and mm-hmm. try and put something in front of me that I can kind of, use as a yeah as like a marker for, for me the word the word for me is effective actually mm. um yeah effective like I've been reading um um I've been reading about doing doing the right things and it's I think I think we've kind of we're done with being efficient the, the efficient world is, is is coming to an end and I love um, that. people yeah because it's um there was a time when everything needed to be efficient. Everything needed to be, let's do the most amount of things in the shortest space of time to get maximum results. <clears throat> now it's all about converting that same package, doing a lot, small amount of time, maximum results, but to do the right thing with mm-hmm. that effect. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you can do all of that stuff and do the entirely wrong thing or mm-hmm. the not so right thing. And you just find yourself going around in circles or... Yeah society ends up one way or even in your personal life you don't achieve what you might have wanted to achieve so for me the word is effective I want to I do want to be efficient I do want to have myself organized and all that kind of stuff and progress in my career but the only way I'm going to do that is by doing the right thing so hopefully this will this will be an effective year rather than an efficient year um Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I think I think that's that's included in 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 this in this yeah. space of conversation. I, I want the conversations that come out of this to be effective. I want it, yeah, not just to be you know words and sentences and you know hours. It's it's got to go and yeah. inspire people. It's got to go yeah. and allow people to be honest with themselves and and sit down and be real and be humans. You know, yeah. I think that's that's the only way you can be effective. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah. I appreciate Yeah, how about you? My word uh, for the year, my intention for the year, let me put it like that, is growth. Nice. Um, And and I really thought about it because I think in one way I could look at the last year and go, oh, but but I did grow. Like, you know, Mm. I suddenly run a business. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) But actually I realized that any growth that came about about last year was – sort of 
it was sort of forced. Like it, I had to, like I had to react. Mm. I had to respond. There was nothing yeah. intentional about anything. And in many ways, yeah. that, that not to downplay like stuff that happened last year, it was amazing. But everything that mm. was birthed last year was birthed out of necessity mm. um, in whatever, however you define necessity, even this podcast, you know, like yeah. it was birthed out of necessity and out of what was happening around us. And I think this year yeah. I want to take all these things that were birthed last year and intentionally grow them. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why I like what yeah. you said about being effective, because growth doesn't mean for me, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't measure growth by we went from this many listeners to that many listeners. But growth yeah. to me means like the growth of the content, the growth of the the actually us getting closer to achieving what we're trying to achieve. My personal mm-hmm. growth, you know, I want to be intentional about um yeah, just growing as a human being, growing in kindness, yeah. growing in confidence, mm. um, growing in in health mentally and physically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, growth, growth is my word. And then um, my word is paired with values, of mm. which three I borrowed from uh, Uncle Richard Rohr. Uh, <laughs> and, and the other three I just kind of added, and they are devotion, simplicity, public virtue, courage, inner peace and justice they're my values Lovely. i won't unpack them now yeah. because we'll be here for another half yeah hour. but um, um yeah that's, we'll back to that's that, amazing <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i was gonna ask but i probably shouldn't because i i just need to know how you went from father to uncle with richard because <laughs> he's he's still father for me but obviously you've got a yeah there's some something's happened there <laughs> do you know what it is i just feel so much more familiar with him because i've listened to him more and i've oh, yeah. read more of his work and so because the, the father uh, title is of course his title but for yeah. me to call him uncle is just my expression of familiarity Brilliant. which is hilarious because i've never met the man Brilliant. There we go. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. Uh, fun. I think we're going to leave it there, won't we? Yep. It's been real. Yep. It's been raw. It's been real. Hopefully yep. you all got a little bit of an idea of where we're at. We're so excited to launch this new season with you. Uh, the episode you're going to be able to listen to um, today and over the next couple of weeks until the next one comes out is called Let's Break Things. We've got a friend mm-hmm. Rocky with us. And it was a really yep. great conversation we had last year talking about the importance of growth, actually, uh, Come on. <laughs> and how we grow and how making mistakes is a part of it. So we hope you enjoy it and then our next episode is going to be released in a month's time so from release date of this episode uh, in a month's time and we're going to be discussing white supremacy in christianity really won't we let's call, this, call exactly it what it is it. yeah exactly <laughs> <it>. yeah <laughs> all right have a wonderful time until then cephas thank you as always for being with me and me for being with you oh dear yes we're here we're here we're right here (laughs) see you next time everybody bye all right see ya